Guys, I am just literally so incredibly ecstatically excited. I can't think of another E word to go along with that, but super incredibly excited to have my friend Katie Pinnell on the podcast. I have like had her on my wish list for a while and I was like, we need to align the stars. We need to align the writing pins and we have to get on the podcast and talk about all the things. And so Katie, I'm just seriously so incredibly excited to dive into website copy with you today because this is something that I, I felt like I was good at because I thought I knew how to write. But then I realized that website copy and email copy are actually quite different in terms of with how you write it and what it looks like in the sections and all of the things. So Katie, I, at first, before we dive in literally to all, all this really amazing things, um, tell us a little bit more about you, your cat, your rock star husband, and literally all the things. Okay, great. I'm so excited. Thank you for having me on the show. Um, this has also been on my list for a while. I'm like two writers. We got to get, we got to get together. We got to talk. Um, so anyway, background, um, I am a copywriter and creative director. So what I do is give brands breadwinning personality. That's kind of my, my shtick. Um, I give bread breadwinning personality in that most copy, everyone talks about copy is copy that converts, right? That's literally the point of copy. So what it's missing usually is that creative element, that personality element that makes it more than like, gotta buy this now or urgent or, you know, exclusive scarcity, all that stuff. And I add more of the fun stuff to it. It makes you really connect with a person on a more intimate level so that you can get those clients faster, shortens the acquisition time, and then has a better, you have a better relationship and better sales and more frequent sales and all that good stuff. So that is the short version of what I do. And, um, Eleanor is my cat. <laughs> and then, so you said me, Eleanor and rockstar husband, rockstar husband. Yes. Eleanor is my cat. Uh, Eleanor Rigby. We are a rockstar family. We love the Beatles. So she is Eleanor Rigby or we call her Norbeans. So that's her nickname. And then Chase is my husband and he is a, he is a rockstar, which is pretty cool. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> we're both creative people and, um, it's kind of fun because he writes songs and I write copy. So that's, that's such a good, that's me. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I absolutely love that. And so I actually knew Katie like a real, I feel like it's been like a really long time ago, but it's kind of just been like around the bend. And I feel like at that time you weren't doing graphic design, but you were doing something completely different. And then we basically, this is literally what happened. And I have to share this story. So I was friends with Ashley May Fernandez, which y'all know Ashley May because I talk about her all the time. And I was like, already kind of knew about Katie. And I was like, in her Facebook group, just kind of like lurking, essentially. And then like, <laughs> I think y'all became friends because of like, a post or something. And then Ashley was talking about how amazing Katie was. And I was like, well, I don't really know how to make online friends yet. Like, I'm still like, very new to this process. And so I basically just messaged Katie and I was like, um, I'm going to just ask if you want to be friends. And like, if so, like, when can we talk first? Yeah. Yeah. Well, actually you introduced me to Ashley because I was doing, I had kind of like a boutique one woman show marketing yeah. agency kind of thing um, yeah. my background in marketing. So I did all this agency work. So with my clients, I was doing the copy. I was doing the web design. I was doing the brand photography, literally everything to do with building a brand is what I was doing with these people. And I was burnt out and I was like, I don't want to do all the things anymore. Like I just want to do one thing. And I didn't know which thing to, to do. I was literally all over the place. I remember, um, oh gosh, this is, this is a tangent, but we're going to go. So <laughs> 
my um my husband and I were at an art art show gallery opening. It was like a big event downtown and I was there. I'd actually partnered with the woman um and we had opened this art gallery. It was kind of like an artist consulting group at the same time and I was there and she was going around introducing me as her business partner. Um and I was there with my camera taking photos for the social media for this whole new venture that we were doing together. And I was taking photos. Chase was there. He was like, he had a gig. It, we live on a historic square, like a downtown nice little square area. So he was actually playing a gig at the theater on the square. And I was on the other side at this art gallery opening. And we were both like doing our own thing. So Chase bebops into the art gallery opening opening and he's talking to everyone he's schmoozing he's doing the networking thing and he's like so who are you here with he's like oh that's my wife they're like oh with the camera so she's a photographer and he's like no she owns her own business but she's kind of partnered with the art gallery owner and this is what they're doing together blah 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 people are coming up to me and they're like oh so you're the photographer I'm like well no not exactly I'm just taking pictures for social media and then my business partner at the time she was introducing me as like the co co-consultant for this art gallery. And so I had three different titles from the three different perspectives mm -hmm. and I got home and I was looking through the photos and I was editing the photos so we could use them on social for this art gallery. And I was like, Chase, like I'm having an, I'm having a meltdown here because I don't know what I am. I don't know what I'm doing. Everyone thinks I do something differently. Nobody understands what I do. Yeah. So that's when I posted on Facebook, like I'm just doing so many things somebody tell me what I'm good at. And yeah. that sounds really like gross and egotistical to be like, I'm good at all these things. What do I do? No, 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 no. I get that. But that was where I was. Yeah. And you were the one that was like, you need to talk to Ashley Fernandez. And I was like, oh, okay. And you and I hadn't talked that much. So then I connected with Ashley and Ashley was like, oh yeah, Ashley DeLuca connected us. They're, they're both, you're both great Ashley's. <laughs> and so she was like, she's a great Ashley. And you were like, she's a great Ashley. And then it came full circle. And now me and my Ashley's <laughs> basically no. And I know I've shared my story previously and I'm not going to go all in depth, but our story is very extremely similar. And I think that's why we got along so well. I like, especially at first, not necessarily like now it's overriding, but before it was like, yeah, like I'm doing all of these things and I have no idea what to do. And yeah. Ashley, Ashley basically like waved the white flag for us and was like, this is what you're good at. And like helped us really get to that. And for you, it ended up being website copy, which is like so incredibly cool. And something that like, even for me in the past, like I wrote sales pages before I've done all the things I've done it for myself forever. And guys, let me tell you what, like when I started to dive into Katie's world and you really started to like own your voice and be like, this is what I'm good at. And like started shining through, I was like, oh my gosh, this is so good. And through that transition, that's when I adopted the avocados. And then along the way, I eventually went on vacation and fell in love with sea turtles. And like all of those pieces started to come together. And a lot of it is because Katie first shined the light that like, no, like you can have fun with this. You can have really crazy out of the box things come into your world. And you don't have to just say that you love coffee. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. I know website copy for me, it was kind of the moment, um, the first, the first time I rewrote my website, it was right before I'd quit my marketing job and yeah. I was working at an agency and I was technically hired as the executive assistant, 
but I was doing so many other things, including website copy. And I had no idea I was being paid $20 an hour, which is fair, you know, pretty good, but $20 an hour. And then I was writing website copy for these, for these huge clients. And I didn't realize at the time then that, wait a minute, what I'm doing is so much more lucrative. It's so much more valuable to the company. And I'm doing this as the assistant, just because my boss told me to, Yeah. and they were having great results. Their numbers were skyrocketing. And I was like, Hey, this is pretty fun. I'm like, I'm doing this. So then I started doing it for myself. The first time I rewrote my website copy was when I was still working at my marketing job, my marketing agency job. And my numbers went through the roof. Like I got so many clients and I was like, I think this is it. Like, this is when I can pull the trigger. I can give my notice. I'm going to actually quit. And my boss didn't, she was just shocked. She was like, how did you do this so quickly? And I'm like, well, I, I rewrote my website. (laughs) I rewrote my website. And then I started using that same language on my website, in my social, in my emails, in the way I showed up. And when I talked to people on Instagram stories and all these different venues, these different avenues to connect with me. And I was just using the same copy and over, over, over and over again. And that's when I realized like, wait a minute, if I do this well, one time I can recycle these same words Yeah, <laughs> and they sell for me all the time. People were finding me, people were sending, oh, you need to know Katie, you need to go to her website. And they were sending my website in those Instagram threads or Facebook threads where someone would say, I'm looking for a website copywriter. Other people would drop my website and I would get sales and leads through that. And it wasn't even me anymore. It was just the copy doing its job. Yeah. So it was such a, that was such a great moment for me to realize like, oh wait, this is, this is what I should be doing. And this is what I can do for other people. Yeah. And you know, what's really cool is that, well, this isn't really cool at the moment, but we'll we'll get to the cool part. But I was just (laughs) sitting here thinking about how a lot of times people put website copy at the bottom of the list in terms of with the most profitable tasks that you can do in your business. Mm-hmm. And I actually would beg to defer that it's probably one of the top profitable things that you can do. Now, obviously, and correct me if I'm wrong, I think you do have to get a really good idea of like who you're wanting to work with. You have to have a validated offer. You have to have the business foundation, obviously. But once you reach that point, I can definitely attest. Like my website, after I got, like I did the copy with you through the Chili Lime Lab, which we're going to talk about here in a second. And also too, with me going through and like getting it professionally designed with my avocados and all of that really fun stuff. People were just like, oh my gosh, this is totally you. Like I can read your copy and it feels like you're literally just talking to me like you're talking to me over on Instagram DM or on your podcast or, you know, the different levels because like it just shines as me. And I think that's one of the coolest things is like going through the lab and watching other people come and get their feedback and you know, reading their copy. And I was like, Ooh, no, this actually legitimately sounds like that person. And it's also what you do so well is you make things way more clear. Mm-hmm. I think one of the things that I struggled with, with website copy was trying to write it in a way that like, it'll make sense, or it will allow that person to really understand that I'm the professional and I'm the expert. You need to hire me. And it took away that pressure because I just felt like I can just explain my expertise and why I'm passionate and what I love doing on my website and people get it. And they're like, yes, I want to work with you. Of course I do. Because like, again, those words, you know, automatically sell. So I, I'm trying to think of how to transition because I have so many questions, (laughs) but let's start off first. What do you think is like the most, like if, if someone was coming to this and they're like, okay, I know my website copy is terrible. I use a crazy template 
or I like literally just have literally just like a, a book, a call, a link on there, totally guilty of that as well too. What is like the first and the most important page of your website that you should focus on first? So obviously your homepage is going to be important, but I'm going to throw, throw people for a loop here and say your about page needs to be, that's to me, that is the most important page. They're going to go to your homepage, but the first thing they're going to do is look for the navigation. Where else can they go? They're not coming to your website by accident. They're coming from your social media most often or from your emails. So they're going to click over to your website. They're, they're going to be on the homepage for less, less than a few seconds. Yeah. They're going to click somewhere else. They're going to go to the about page. That's usually the second most clicked page. You can check this with Hotjar or Google Analytics. That's usually the second most clicked page. They're going to go there and they're going to read about why they should choose you, why they should invest in you. How can you help them? How does your story align with theirs? What about you resonates with them? And most people try to write the about page and they start off by, hi, my name's Katie. I have a, I have a cat. I have a rock star husband. And I really hate when people talk about coffee on their about pages, right? Most <laughs> yeah. people go in and they immediately start talking about themselves. And that's a turnoff because yeah. they want, your clients want to see themselves in your story. So you need to start out by saying something like, if this were my about page, for an example, I would say something like, I bet you're expecting to read something about me, but really I want to learn more about you. And instantly they're like, oh, like, like what? Yeah. It, it just fires off something different in the brain and they want to see themselves in your story. So if you start by talking about them first, I understand why you're here. Are you ready to X, Y, Z? I remember being in your shoes. It was when, and then you can transition more into your story and they can say, wow, I really, I really like this. I really like how they've brought this full circle, starting with me talking about themselves and ending it back with, here's how we can work together and making it more of a full circle. You, me, us. Yeah, definitely. And you know, it's really interesting because I came from the web designer background and in the web designer world, this may have changed since it's been like a good couple years since I've started this, but it used to be that the about page was the least important page on the website that most people weren't worried about because a lot of times people are more worried about like, okay, I want to give the good impression on the homepage. I want to sell my crap on the services page and I want them to contact me. And so I did so many websites that just had those three pages on them and and like a good portion of them never even had an about page. And talking to you now, like, that is such a huge opportunity miss because a lot of times, like you're saying, like people want to know that story. Like I've yeah. had people like specifically hire me because I have a dog. No joke. They're like, I have yep. the same dog as you do. And I absolutely love that. And then on the flip side as well, like now that I've dove more deeper into my story and my passion and my mission, there's other pieces behind this that now people can relate to that. I'm even thinking, oh, I don't even talk about my brothers on my about page. That's something that like, as we go through this next chili lime lab, like I'm including that because that's so incredibly important to me and is a huge connection point as well too, for people to come in and be like, Ooh, no, like she just doesn't like no email marketing. She also gets X, Y, and Z. And like she relates and she understands and like those connection relevancy points dive so much deeper. Yeah. Yeah. And that's another, another part about the about page that people often overlook is looking into the deeper parts about your mission behind your 
behind your company and why you do what you do. All of that does belong on the about page, but you need to relate it back to them in some way. It's great. Everyone loves the about page where it's all fun. It's like, hi, my name is so-and-so and this is what I do. And here's this, 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 and it's all fun facts. And we all love fun facts. A lot of people just skip to that part of the, of, about the about page. And that's fine too. But still, even with those little fun facts on the about page, you still can tie them to your client. But if you say something, if you do, go into the coffee thing. You could say something like, this is my Starbucks order. Send me a DM of yours and all coffee's on me. And that could be like a cheeky little, um, like a hidden Mickey, if, you know what I mean? Like an yeah. Easter egg on their website to see if people are going to read the whole thing. You could say, Hey, if you DM me your coffee order, I'll send you a coffee. And it's got kind of like, Oh, cool. Like, yeah, you'll see how many people are actually reading your website. So I, that's another thing with website copy. I love to add in those little like hidden Mickey's, those hidden little Easter eggs, just to see like, if people are reading it all the way. Yeah, totally. No. And as you were talking, I was just pulling up my analytics and it's so crazy because like most of the time for me, like it usually for, it's usually like people go to home and then services and then about, but it's so interesting because like, even just like flipping through the different months that changes. Yeah. And I think also too, depending on your audience and what they're looking for and what call to action you're sending people as well too, like all of that has that, um, that difference in terms of with how that flow looks. So like, I, I just want to say that like, even if your flow doesn't look exactly like that, that's totally okay. Because like still within like the services page, like we still talk about ourselves and that's one thing that I didn't realize as well, like part of like your framework and like when Katie has like Katie's framework within our website to kind of give you guys like a back end kind of glimpse, it's not a write this here, then write this, then that. It's very much so like in terms of with understanding your person and what is it that your person needs to hear? What is it that like your person needs to understand and like really diving in deeper into like being able to shine your expertise, but then also really shine a light on your person where they're at and where they're wanting to go and then making your services the obvious next choice within that. Um, so I would love to learn a little bit more about how the lab came to life. Like, tell us a little bit more about like the backstory because being part of it on the back, like the front end of your like project has been so amazing and has been like life-changing in the best ways when it comes to my website. But I would love to hear kind of the backstory of like how this, how this came to life. Yeah. Okay. So everything I do in copy, like you mentioned, is according to the customer journey. And so there are three, the three phases of the customer journey, the awareness phase, the consideration phase and the decision phase. Mm -hmm. So everything in my business, I relate to those phases and I call it my four course copy strategy because my whole brand is very like food and old retro housewifey. Um, and the first course is the ambiance, and that's the overall look and feel when you brought in your avocados and your sea turtles. And then we go into the appetizer, the entree, and the dessert, and that aligns with awareness, consideration, decision. So on the front end, what I was doing, um, I had the chili lime challenge, and the chili lime challenge was all about your bio, your appetizer, the first touch that someone meets you and they get to know you and that's that appetizer. You're just giving them a taste that still, it satisfies them, but they're still holding out for the main event, which is your website, your entree. So this chili lime challenge was all about your bio, the chili lime bio, as we call it now. <laughs> it's kind of, um, I think Ashley Fernandez joked that it's like kind of a household term, the chili lime bio. Yeah. Um, it's all about getting rid of that I help statement. And the I help statement is then replaced with something that is a little more personable and just converts better to be quite honest. Mm -hmm. And usually that, that same, I help statement is what a lot of people stick on their homepage. So now they've seen it twice. 
So yeah. now they come to you from social media where they see I help and they don't really know what you do. So they click to your website and it's repeated right there on their face. So they still don't know what you do. Yeah. So that's kind of where the Chili Lime Lab came into play here because I had this great Chili Lime Challenge. It was super successful. A ton of people were all excited to rewrite their bios and they were getting in literally instant results within like 24 hours of this first Chili Lime Challenge. Yeah. They were like, oh my gosh, I just signed a new client. I have new leads. People are DMing me like I'm having more conversations with my ideal clients in the DMs. And it was just such a simple approach to just be more personable. And it's like that permission, that validation that you can and should be more yourself and stop using so many templates. So then the next step, the entree of my four course copy strategy is the website. And a lot of people just use templates and it's canned copy and they all sound the same. I help who do what. And then the about section on the homepage says, hi, my name is, I am a so-and-so and I help. And it's like the third time they've hit you in the face with that sentence and it still doesn't make sense. So that's when the Chili Lime Challenge, Chili Lime Lab came about. And it was during the pandemic. Um, no one was hiring for website copy when it all hit um, for the very first time we were in lockdown and it was kind of scary. No one knew if they were gonna have jobs. So like website copy is one of those like frivolous things like ah, I could do it myself. I don't know if I'm gonna hire out for it. And yeah. so I created templates for the four essential pages, the homepage, about page, the services page and a contact page. And then I thought, okay, well, a template's great. But like you said, my template is not your headline goes here. This is where this goes. These are some things that you should put here. Yeah. My template's very much focused on the individual, what they're selling, who they're selling it to, and then adding your personality or breadwinning personality to it and bringing all of that structure, that outline to life. Um, so instead of just selling the template, I was like, you know what, I'm going to make this like a live experience and I'm going to teach on each one of these pages and give feedback as we do it. So then it, it happened to where you were in the first iteration of the lab when, you know, you turn in your homepage and then I'm looking at your home homepage specifically. And I say, okay, Ashley, here's how we can make this better based on what you've told me about you. So it was really a high touch, um, I touch kind of experience where website copy became more than just, Hey, my name is so-and-so here's what I do. Um, and I think that's, that's when it start to, started to shift for even my clients that website copy isn't last on the list. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I think one of the best parts about that is that, you know, a lot of times we go through these courses and we just get the framework or we just get like, here's how to do the things. And, um, in another podcast episode, we talk about how like the biggest thing when it comes to even just launches is the fact that nobody has the implementation piece. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, we give them the instructions and then nobody implements it. That's the piece that's right. missing. And the thing is, is that within the lab, like you're walking people through these pieces. Like I was like, okay, Ashley, no, you have to have your homepage done by this date if you want Katie to look at it. And so that gave me that container and that structure of like, okay, cool. Like, I want to do this. I want Katie's eyeballs on it. So I got to have it done by this point. And it gave me that accountability to do the implementation. And then also there was others alongside of me as well, too, that also gave me that motivation to be like, oh, no, it's totally okay. It's terrible. Like, it's totally fine. It's yeah. just like a really fun, supportive environment for you to be able to like bring forth whatever it is that you have. And you just like take the magic wand and you chill, chill, chill it, right? And you make it yeah. awesome. And then you're just like, Ooh, I never even thought of that in particular. And it just makes it so much better. Yeah. And that's, that's the great thing about copy is that in the lab, I was holding everyone accountable to these timelines because 
copy if you were updating it live instead of you know i know i know some people in the lab and this is still true to this day some people choose to have it have their website designed after they go through the lab but some people update it per page as we go through it yep. and the great thing about copy is there is no timeline as to when you can start seeing results so if you want to go through the lab and you know on monday we do home pages i review it by wednesday you can publish it and have a new client by Thursday. <laughs> like, yeah. That's what's so great about copy is because if it's done right and it's done well and it shows your personality, it speaks directly to your ideal customer, then there's no telling how fast or how slow it can work for you. And if it's if it's too slow, all you have to do is change the words. And this yeah. is such a great like reframe about copy. It's literally 26 letters. You just rearrange 26 letters. And so many times people think like, oh my gosh, copy has to be this way. It has to fit this formula. I have to use these hacks. I have to use these headline words and I can't say this and I can't say this, but it's just 26 letters. Exactly. <laughs> just rearrange 26 letters until you found your own personal secret ingredient. And for me, that's chili lime. But for other people that could be like blue raspberry. It's just about <laughs> finding your own secret thing and yep. sticking with it and just owning it. Oh my gosh, I absolutely love that. And so- Guys, I just want to mention, um, as we take this amazingness to a close, because I could talk to Katie, like, for the rest of the day, um, but I hear Nick getting into the water cooler and <laughs> spilling water literally everywhere. So, let me just tell you guys, um, as part of this, like, I've been through this entire process with Katie. I'm about to go through it all over again since I've just gone through and, like, redone all the things, and, like, you guys are going to see, like, a bunch of amazingness, like, literally happen within the next month or so, but... The thing is, is that within this, if you guys are interested in hopping in, learning more about the lab, being like, oh my gosh, yes, this speaks to me. I know I need to get my website copy on point. And you've absolutely fall, fallen in love with either mine or Katie's or both. Totally both is probably usually what happens. Um, I'm offering as a bonus, as an affiliate, I'm offering a bonus. So if you guys are interested in also pairing a little bit of email marketing to go with that, because we got these new website visitors, they're buying, they're booking. We can also start to nurture those who aren't yet quite ready to book as well too. Um, so I'm offering my Connect and Convert Blueprint and a free 30-minute call as a bonus um, if you sign up via my link, which is ashleykdeluca.com forward slash chili lime, all one word together. Um, and so if you guys have any questions, I mean, definitely feel free to reach out to either of us about the lab process. Like as a previous, um, do, what, what did we name us? What did we name did our lab myself? You're a chili limette. <laughs> chili limette. Yes. I was like, what am I called again? A chili limette. If you have any questions from a chili limette, please feel free to reach out. Let me know via Instagram DMs or Facebook DMs. I mean, this, I cannot give Katie enough recognition and results. Like I sent her screenshots of the behind the scenes. And I was like, I can't believe that these are my analytics right now for my website. And guys, like the same thing can happen for you guys too by going through this process. So Katie, as we wrap up and all the things, where else can we find you? Where can we stalk you? Where can we learn more about you? And all of that amazingness. Awesome. Well, stalk away. Um, my Facebook group is Fluff Off Copywriting and Brand Strategy That Doesn't Suck. <laughs> <laughs> um, and you can just go to facebook.com slash group slash fluff off, all one word, um, or Instagram, Katie Pinnell Co. P Pinnell has two N's and two L's. It's like panel, but it sounds more French. It's not French, but it sounds French. <laughs> Oh my gosh. I love it. I love it. Well, thank you seriously so incredibly much for being part of this. 
for being uh, part of the podcast and sharing all of your amazing words of wisdom. I really, really appreciate you and the work that you do. And I can't wait for everyone else to go stop. Learn more, join the Chile Lime Lab and just be part of all the fun.